If you were to be asked the question, which is more abundant, kindness, love, or cruelty in our world, would you struggle to be able to answer that? It can be, it can be tough, right? When you're trying to find kindness in a cruel world, it can be difficult. That's why we have with us this morning, Nate Pickowitz, who has, has put together a, a wonderful book called The Kindness of God, Beholding His Goodness in a Cruel World. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing just fine. How are you? We're doing wonderful. So, Nate, it is wonderful to talk about this subject because I think kindness in our society as a whole is lacking. I think, especially with our words, we tend to divide instead of really bring kindness into a conversation. But our God is kind. So tell us more about his very character and how we should be living this character trait out. Absolutely, yeah. I, I was drawn to the, the topic of God's kindness in part for the very reasons you've already said, you know, where I just see a lack of it, certainly um, with with Christians. Christians, I think, are struggling because in our cultural moment, people just are not uh, prone to being kind to one another. Um, but I, But beyond that, I think that when I found myself praying and thanking God for everything He was doing in my life, I just found myself over and over again thanking him for being kind to me, mm-hmm. uh, just recognizing that, um, you know, and when we go to define kindness, we're talking about God's inherent goodness that is extended or given to others. Um, so all the goodness that we receive from God that comes from his character, from his nature, uh, that, those are the, the expressions of his kindness to us. And I just was overwhelmed when I considered God's kindness in my own life, and I thought to myself, you know, someone's got to write a book about this because this is really cool. <laughs> so that's what I, I tried to do, and uh, it's just uh, I think it's important that we explore this aspect of His character. Sometimes our emotions get in the way of seeing reality. We can feel overwhelmed. We can feel like there's nothing but but bad around us. Are there some practical ways that we can observe God's kindness and his goodness around us when we're not feeling it? Yeah, I think, you know, when I ponder Ephesians 4.32, where, you know, believers, the Church, you know, we're called to be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. That has a lot of, a lot of meat on those bones, if you want to say, but I think one practical way is when we are tempted to withhold that or tempted to become bitter or angry with other people, I think the Scriptures teach us that we have to consider our own life first. You know, has God been good to us? Has He forgiven us of our sins? Has He been kind to us? If He has, then the only response that we are really allowed to have is that we are to do so for other people as well. It's not that there's never a reason to be upset about anything, but but rather when we ponder and consider that Christ has forgiven me of my sins, if my faith really is in him and he's forgiven me and poured out abundant kindness to me, then I have no reason not to do the same for other people. And so I think on a very practical level, considering our own relationship with God first, looking to him first, and then looking at other people, I think sometimes we get that backwards. We We want our own personal justice. Oh, I'm just going to get what I want and take what I want, and we don't consider God first. So I think mm. that's a good place to start is keeping your eyes up. Nate, how can we consider God's kindness when we are not feeling it in our own life as far as there's things happening, experiencing grief, 
we have estrangement from kids, fractured relationships, maybe our marriage is not doing great. And so we are not feeling that kindness, but we know it's there for us. How do we how do we bring that to the forefront of our mind? Yeah, it's a great question. And there's actually, I wrote a chapter called The Kindness of God and Suffering in the book. And I, I actually began by preaching that to our, our church here in New Hampshire, because I think it's a, it's a key thing. Again, it, when we think about everything based on our personal circumstances, I think our perspective can be skewed. You know, it doesn't feel like things are good. It doesn't feel like God is being kind to me. But I think about Romans 8:28. The Bible says that we know that God causes all things to work together for good. Now, I want to pause and say that's even the bad things. That's mm. even the broken relationships and the sicknesses and the death and all that. But God causes all of this to work together for good to those mm. who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. So just because we don't see how God's kindness and goodness is being manifested in our life and through our life, and even, of course, the uh, the time, you know, we don't we don't see it at this moment, but we might see it a week later or a month later, maybe maybe a year later. I think we just have to remember um, that the Bible has a lot to say uh, about what God's purposes are toward His people, and God is abundant, steadfast, and kind, and 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 good to us, and we just have to keep on remembering that, keeping our mind on Him. I think we all know somebody that is uh, dealing with feeling overwhelmed, uh, perhaps just that, you know, there's nothing positive in the world. We've all, either we felt it ourselves, or or we know somebody that may be going through this. Would this be your book, uh, The Kindness of God, would this be a good resource to give to somebody who maybe is, tr- is struggling with getting to know God or, or doesn't have a relationship uh, with Jesus at the time? Would this be a good resource to help them understand the reality of God's love and his kindness and maybe bring them into a a relationship or guide them toward a relationship with Jesus? I certainly hope so. I mean, that's, you know, as a pastor, you know, that's what I try to write in every book I've written is, is trying to lead people to Christ. One of the opening chapters is all about salvation, and Titus 3 specifically says that it's when the kindness of God, our Savior, appeared to us that's when he saved us, Mm -hmm. that salvation itself is a kindness of God, that he doesn't owe us anything. You know, all of us, the Bible says, are dead in trespasses and sins, and and we feel that. A person who's struggling, we feel that that spiritual, I don't want to say death, because if they are a believer, they don't feel that way, but if you don't don't know Christ, you do feel that that tug, that that, uh, sadness, that lowness, and so God, um, in Christ, lifts us, he regenerates us, he saves us, and that is an act of his kindness. So I certainly hope that people would come to know God better through this book. I've got a lot of uh, teaching about God, his person, in the book. So I certainly hope, that's my prayer, that people would come to know God better through this study. Absolutely. Nate, as people are listening, and I'm thinking of different situations where people might be saying, I, I fill up with the kindness of God, and then I go to work. <laughs> yeah, that's right. and, and, uh, and I'm in this situation where it's like a toxic environment. I don't feel appreciated. I go through eight hours of my day, and it's it's a hard road every day, and yeah. people are complaining all the time. And so you know, you fall into that yourself. And so how do you bring the kindness of God into a world that is not kind oftentimes? 
Yeah, I mean, I've heard it said that it's easy to love those who are easy to love. Right. But as soon as you bump into someone who is not so easy to love, that becomes the challenge. And doesn't Jesus teach us that very thing? He says, you know, uh, pray for those who persecute you, love your enemies, turn the other cheek, all those kinds of things. Uh, those aren't just meant to be, uh, you know, uh, platitudes of the Christian faith. I and mean, those are instructions, you know, that that when you are at work and you've got a tough boss or a difficult coworker or someone you're just struggling with, it's a work for believers. I mean, it's hard to, to die to yourself and to say, okay, I really want to get my pound of flesh right now, but mm-hmm. but I know that in Christ, I know he's he has been a friend to me. He's been mm-hmm. kind to me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you surprise people. What, is, what does Romans say? You know, he talks about in Romans 12, you know, heaping... Uh, coals on someone's head. Well, how do you do that? Well, by being kind to them, by being good to them. Uh, and Romans 2, 4 says that's actually the kindness of God that leads to repentance. So you don't know that if you're genuine and sweet and kind to somebody, and I don't mean sweet in a sicky way, but <laughs> if you're good to people who are hurting you or who don't like you, you don't know if you're playing a part in God bringing them to repentance when they realize yes. that, boy, as nasty as I am to this person, they're actually good to me? Like, how does that work? So it's an opportunity for us to, to display the goodness of God uh, and the kindness of God even to other people. So it's not easy, but uh, it you, you can do it, and God helps you to do it. We're talking with Nate, uh, Nate Pickowitz. Uh, the book is The Kindness of God. How do we get a hold of this book and maybe get uh, introduced to some of the other things that you've written? Yeah, so this book is available on Amazon. It's available from Moody Publishers, pretty much uh, anywhere you can find Christian books. And, uh, you know, people can follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter and Facebook. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, as a pastor, I just try to write books that are going to help the church and, and books that are encouraging for believers and I just want to, again, demonstrate God's kindness to me through helping other people as well. So that's, that's the goal of it, and that's what I hope this book is going to do. Thank you again for uh, spending some time with us this morning. It is, uh, it's wonderful to talk to you, and I look forward to having a conversation uh, again sometime soon. God bless you. Thank you so much.